0: Welcome to the Positive Education Podcast with Ash Manuel. As we know, the number one hot topic in the world is mental well being. Ash has worked with close to 1,000 organisations impacting more than a quarter of a million people, including schools, sports teams, and businesses across 45 countries. Today, Ash is regarded as a global thought leader in positive education. In this podcast, you'll hear stories, information, and actionable ideas from positive education and well-being experts. The purpose of the podcast is so that you take away ideas that you can execute in your classroom, across your school, at your sports club, and in your organization, plus tips and tricks that you can apply in your own life. Hi, everyone. My name is Ash Manuel, and today I'm talking with Mandy Dimitriatis. Mandy is an experienced and qualified classroom teacher who recognizes the power of technology to enhance teaching and improve educational outcomes. She was a social impact winner of the 2019 Winnovation Award, celebrating innovative South Australian women. Mandy has extensive experience with curriculum development and learning and having previously developed programs for the South Australian government's Department for Education. She's passionate about design thinking and how best to repair today's students for the future. Welcome, Andy. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hi, Ash. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. And I um, had the pleasure of uh, working with you over the last, well, probably six, six or so months now, really, and um, really, really wanted to get on the podcast to talk about um, 3D technology and STEM and how it combines with, or how we can combine it with wellbeing. But first of all, I really want to hear a bit about your background in education, how you came to be where you are at the moment at Makers Empire.
1: Thanks, Ash. I have a long background in (laughs) education. I've been around for a while, uh, mostly with primary school education. So I started as a primary years educator, a little bit of special education. And then I've always been excited about different opportunities that come up as an educator. And I've been privileged to be able to have opportunities that are kind of a little bit outside the box. So I spent some time working at the Maritime Museum in um, Adelaide, so a bit of museum education. And then I was uh, working at the Department for Education in South Australia in a variety of pedagogy and curriculum roles at at a state level. And then eight years ago, I met a, a young startup team who had put together Maker's Empire. And then uh, through a little bit of my work with the education department, I got to know them. And the long story short is that I've now been the director of learning with Maker's Empire for um, for eight years now. And uh, Maker's Empire, so it started yeah about ten years ago. It's an Adelaide-based company and a 3D education technology company. So the premise is that we've developed really easy-to-use 3D modelling software for the primary and middle school cohort, but we use that software through our learning programs to engage students in design thinking, in problem solving, and support teachers in delivering both design and technology curriculum, but really through a STEM focus. Mm. And since that uh, starting point, we are now in 51 countries around the world and there's 3.3 million students using our platform.
0: It's amazing. That's amazing. And coming from, well, we both from um, Adelaide, but coming from Adelaide but also Australia, that's a pretty amazing feat by um, the team and, and yourself to grow at that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've been lucky enough to uh, see the technology in action and it's absolutely amazing. Um, and you just touched on design thinking. Can you tell us a little bit more, bit more about what design thinking is? Um as a bit of a starting point?
1: Yeah. Design thinking is really a problem-solving methodology, a human-centred design and problem-solving process. It enables us to develop empathy for the user or the people that we're solving a problem for and really have a clear picture and focus on what what we're trying to do and where we can most make a difference It then involves creative thinking and trying to come up with as many ideas as we possibly can to solve a problem. And then it's that iterative problem solving approach. So developing a prototype that's good enough to test out your idea and then learning from that test, what worked, what didn't, responding to feedback and then um, continuing that process, improving and then uh, testing again until you come up with the best possible outcome or solution as you can
0: mm, yeah it's um i've heard you talk about design thinking in a workshop before and and um i've I've heard of probably the term but it was really interesting to see um you talk about it and how students can use it particularly through the Magazine empire platform it's a great way of learning um can you just explain a little bit more how the platform works as in um the different or how schools use it maybe um, how individual classrooms use it to uh, I know that it's used in a few different ways um, can you just give us a bit more of an idea of how it's been how, how it's used
1: yeah sure so when when makers Empire is used in a design thinking project it may be that the the students and the teacher ha- are identifying a problem within their school or community that they can solve it could also be something more globally relevant or mm-hmm. uh, And connected to curriculum. So natural disasters is a common one that students are learning through their house and the geography strand. So through their learning, opportunities emerge to solve a problem or come up with a, a proposed solution so with the with the makers Empire app they are able to create 3d models of uh of solutions to problems and that might be an actual object hmm. uh, but it could also be a model of how they visualize the problem when it's solved
0: yeah and and, and it actually gets printed doesn't it like through the 3d printer yes it, it does printed yeah
1: yeah so it's a 3d modeling app and then what what you end up with is a digital file that can be used in a number of ways anything you can make in designer makers empire can be 3d printed but you can also use those files in other digital applications so in augmented reality and virtual reality for example a, a, a popular project is for students to design new playground equipment for their schools and you if they design their equipment they can actually go out in the schoolyard and use our AR feature to see to view their new piece of playground equipment in the yard look at the scale and size and yeah. does it fit the rest of the environment
0: yeah that's amazing and that and that just, like talk about a lot of about ownership and um I guess agency, it gives a lot of that to students as well, doesn't it? And um, yes, it gives allows the school to have a great platform to allow that to happen to students. So it's a absolutely a brilliant platform to use. And you mentioned about the, the natural um, disasters. I know that um, with Bushfire Kids Connect, um, Bushfire Kids Connect, who those people don't know, is an amazing charity that started by um, Sebastian Ascot. Um, off the back of the 2019 Cully Creek bushfires in the Adelaide Hills. And Sebastian wanted to, um, I guess, was concerned for his um, neighbours, particularly the young people um, following that bushfire, because his his family um, were impacted, but they didn't lose their house. They were obviously impacted by the the fire in the community, but a lot of his friends around the area did. So he started with his mum, Carly. They started Bush Bushfire Kids Connect and... Um, so Makers Empire, Bushfire Kids Connect, and um, Growing With Gratitude, we teamed up and we got um, funding through the South Australian um, Fire, Fire and Emergency um, Service Commission, <laughs> and we were, um piloting a project um, in the Riverland at the moment, and we do use the, the platform with that. And um, we've, and another feature of the Makers Empire platform is that you can create challenge courses. Did you want to tell us a bit more about how challenge courses work, man? Yeah.
1: So Challenge Courses are a, a, a learning program that's embedded within the app. And we, they really came about with us trying to mirror what we saw our really successful teachers doing with Makers Empire. And they weren't just saying, off you go and design something. They were bringing the design into their STEM um, programs into other curriculum areas. So the, the design had a purpose, it served a function. It might have been solving problems or expressing an idea mm-hmm. or whatever, but it was connected to other learning. So a challenge course is a series of activities that students work through in the app. It feels a bit like they're playing a game because as mm-hmm. they complete each learning activity, another one unlocks and so they earn tokens and all of those things. But the activities that we have are videos, so we've been able to create in-house um, relevant video content, just short videos, and that's what we've done with our Naturally Brave project that you mentioned, Ash, that we have uh, videos um, featuring Sebastian talking about um, skills that supported him during his um, family's experience with bushfire, etc., so that we have the videos and then the students, the avatars that they create in Makers Empire are then in a quiz show. So that they're, they're responding to quiz questions related to that video content. So it's a way of interacting with that. And then, of course, being a design app, we have some uh, what we call pro training tutorials that are step-by-step, a little bit like a digital Lego set of putting pieces together to make um, objects relevant to the topic. And then all of these challenge courses pose a, a design thinking challenge that the teacher can unpack with the students.
0: Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I've, I have to admit, I've uh, got hooked on the uh, the challenge <laughs> courses and spent a bit of time in, um, particularly the naturally brave one. And um, it's a lot of fun, even for like adults, to have a go at <laughs> and see how many well, tokens and points you can get. And um, and you mentioned like the late Lego LA- type. Um, I guess what do you? Um, Challenge. Yeah, uh, tutorials. tutorials. Uh, and some of them, like, i will get to be competitive with myself to try to get, because uh, there's a if you make a mistake, it sort of counts how many you go, and depend if you do it in less turns, and it gives you more tokens, I think. Um, yes. Yeah. So it measures
1: your accuracy yeah, and your time, so right. you can compete against yourself. Yeah, the tokens and enable and, you to unlock different shapes and features in the Makers Empire app, yeah. and those design tutorials are also... That tutorials, so they're helping students develop the skills and learning how to use the different parts of Maker's Empire, but also experiencing what's possible, what's what the limitations are, what and starting to generate ideas for their own designs later on.
0: Yeah, no, it is a lot of fun, and um, and then what well, if it's because we're doing it with um, well, ten schools in the Riverland. Then yes. following the um or the project, we have a showcase day. So what happens at the showcase? Usually, many. This will be my first one coming up in in November. Um, I'm really yes. excited about that. Um, as of recording, we're in um, well, September, but yeah, it'll be coming up later in the um, the year. So, what what happens is Showcase Day?
1: So, a Showcase Day, it's all about the students learning. We we call it a student led showcase, and that happens when a group of schools come together for one of our projects, like the one we're partnering with. With you, Ash on. Um, And so the teachers come and do some professional development with us. They learn about design thinking. They learn how to use the tools. They have a go at the challenge course. Yeah. Uh, and then they go off and implement this project with their students. So all of the students will have done the Naturally Brave Challenge course across our 10 schools. So they've all had a consistent, uh, common experience. But then it's opened up into this very open ended design thinking challenge, which is around design. to help a family that's been impacted by a natural disaster which could be a bushfire but our targeted audience at the riverland have recently gone through flooding disasters so we're anticipating that that's the direction it will go in so anyway the students spend quite a long time it goes over a, a term and a half really the student part of it so they've been they've really gone deeply into where the opportunities are to help and make a difference. They've gone through that whole design thinking process um, as well as like they've got more than one prototype, things have gone wrong and they will talk about how they've, what they've learned through that. And then at the showcase day, we we really value the students' learning. So we hire in professional expo furniture, we have the tablecloths and the pin boards, and every team has their own booth. So the idea is that the students students visit each um each other's booths, they give each other feedback, they um ask questions and they vote for each other as well and mm. then so then at the end we have the speeches and announcements and whoever gets the most peer votes will take away a 3d printed trophy <laughs>
0: <laughs> excellent it, and it's a great way to um for the students to uh i guess reinforce their learnings well by explaining to other groups about what they've learned um, and i think it's a bit when you teach others it's one of the best ways you can actually teach um, And and learn, I mean, so, um, it's a great, great way to complete, like, I guess a unit of work, if you like, um, through the platform.
1: It really is and one of the things that teachers consistently say they like most about it is seeing their students talk to others um, intelligently and about their projects uh, where they've never met these students before and it's always a little bit awkward to begin with and then they really warm up when they realise that they've had this common experience and that they, they've gone about it in different ways and the questions that they ask and the thoughtful p- feedback are just amazing.
0: Yeah oh, absolutely I'm really looking forward to it, actually and It's funny you say about um, intelligent conversations. So, in some of these classrooms, there must be some interesting general conversations that go on, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Um, So, one of the things that I've been really interested personally in the last few years is combining STEM and wellbeing because both 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 of them are really hot topics in schools. They're probably, if you think about it, they're probably the number one and two—not in what a a particular order—but really hot topics in schools like stem learning um well-being are always talked about and i don't reckon there's any better way than actually combining the two now we've we've done that with the naturally brave project in a way um so how, how do you think personally many through your experience um how can we con- or how does stem slash 3d technology how can we combine that with well-being
1: yeah, I think that I agree with you. It's a really exciting approach to bring the two together. Mm-hmm. And to me, what's worked really well with what I'm seeing is really the design thinking process. Yeah. So if I talk about STEM first, that if we approach STEM learning as solving problems or helping others or making the world a better place, then design thinking fits naturally as this problem-solving methodology. And it really does depend on on using your science and maths and technology in deep Deep way so the content, um, so the subject matter, really does matter. But you're using it to to solve problems, to uh, direct your energy in areas that matter. So if we approach STEM as solving problems, because really that's what scientists and engineers do—they're yep. improving things, inventing things to make life better, etc. So I think, um, so uh, so I think that um, design thinking drives STEM as a solving problems, making the world better process. But it's also a very empowering and um, powerful process for students to engage in. And when we think about our students living through COVID and living through natural disasters, one of the things that we know is really important is for our students to feel in control to some degree, that this isn't just stuff that's happening to them that they can't control. Uh, that they can make a difference and they can help. And design thinking enables that to happen. And also, I, w- I would also say that the empathy focus is really important. So part of our own well-being um, is strengthened by having empathy for others and considering mm. how others are experiencing yep. uh, particular situations and coming up with solutions to help.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it it may, as you say, it makes total sense. And through the challenge courses, I think that's a really good way. I mean, we're talking about the Makers Empire platform here, but it's a really good way to combine the two because with the, um, the naturally brave project that we're doing, we've got Sebastian, as you mentioned before, talking about how he uses skills such as gratitude and empathy um, through his time when he was dealing with the natural disaster. But then also we got the quiz questions but also um, some design thinking, but also some um, 3D technology design in there as well. So, and then not on top of that, we've got um, different acts, um, give the teachers different um, resources that they can actually go on with some more wellbeing focused um, lessons and, games and activities as well. And that, that's the platform that it can be stored on. And it, it's just a, such a, it's just a great fit. Um, and also, I guess another yeah, the topic that, Really fits in well at the moment is that natural disaster because it's such a relevant um, oh, topic in the, across the world at the moment, even with Morocco, with that, the earthquake of recently, um, the floods that we experienced in or across Australia um, at the start of the year or early last year. And um, they're predicting a lot of, um, well, fingers crossed it doesn't happen, but more bushfires potentially um, in the future, obviously. So, and it's likely, unfortunately, it's likely to happen in some areas. So, mm-hmm and I think it's one of the things that we can actually do is um, teach young people obviously adults as well but just in case young people just some skills about how they might be able to handle situations and a bit of prevention as well through the 3D technology and the being combined as well which is a really powerful, um, or powerful thing to be able to do and I think that's why um, part of the reason we were able to get the funding through Safecom and then something I didn't mention before is that through the um, Commonwealth funding we've actually got um further funding to continue this project over the next three years in South Australia, but also New South Wales. Um, so it's a really exciting project and this is we're piloting piloting at the moment. Um, and it's only going to get um better. So we're really excited about this particular particular project. Did you want to add anything to that, Mandy?
1: Yeah, I, I was just going to say you're right, we can't we can't turn on the nightly news without see, seeing something about a natural disaster somewhere in the world. And if our young people are seeing that and hearing about it, which they are, um, and for us as adults too, it could be really overwhelming and really upsetting and definitely have a... A negative impact on our well-being, and I'm not saying that our children have got, can change the fact that we're having earthquakes and bushfires and exactly. so on. But what I'm what I'm hopeful for is that they can they can do something, whether it's making something for someone that's been through a natural disaster to help make their life easier, or or helping their family to prepare in advance if they if they ever needed to evacuate. That kind of um, ownership and self-efficacy i think is very powerful
0: and helps with
1: that feeling of overwhelm
0: yeah yeah no definitely it's um yeah so it's a really good platform to be able to do that now we spoke about the um this particular challenge course that we're um, working on at the moment is there some other examples um recently whether that's um doesn't have to be well-being necessarily but uh, what what are some of the schools that you're working with at the moment? Um, what are they working on? Whether that's okay. a, or I know that you work with different organisations. Whether that's a, a Catholic system, um yeah. a department system. What or even um oh, with the space agency, the Andy Thomas Space Foundation as well. What what are some of those things that are happening at the moment?
1: So we do have lots of projects and lots of arms and partnerships. Yep. And but before I share some explicit examples, I just wanted to mention the, the 3D technology, which mm. re- is really the, that's really kind of the tool that we yep. use. So the design thinking is the process uh, and the, the 3D technology is the tool. Um, however it 's a very important tool because it enables students to to bring their ideas to life and to actually have that tangible concrete outcome of their learning and mm. I think in the past we've um, we 've always said we want our students to develop to develop solutions for real world problems we 've always said things like that. Uh, but often those solutions end up being made of cardboard like that. They, mm. they don't, students don't actually see their ideas come to fruition. Yep. So having a 3D printer is almost like having a factory in the classroom. So Absolutely. you can go that step forward and actually make real things. Mm-hmm. And so that was leading into the examples I wanted to share Yep. Uh, with a lot of our projects and the one that we've just completed with Catholic education in South Australia, we it's very broad and it's around finding an, an opportunity to solve a community or a school-based problem. Hmm. And many of the powerful examples come from where students want to help others. So they're helping uh, people with disabilities or medical conditions. For example, um, there's one of my favourite examples is one of the teacher's daughters. Uh, little toddler living with cerebral palsy and Mm. every day she has to have her legs strapped and those straps keep coming undone and the students in the class had met this little girl and they could see that these straps kept getting in the way and inhibiting her ability to have fun and play on the playground so the students took that as a design thinking challenge and they were actually able to design a clip that kept it all in place and solved that problem to someone that they that they cared about so the problem really mattered wow. and the so that little girl actually wore those clips and her her doctor her pediatrician was really interested in them because oh. could potentially help other mm. patients so that kind of, of outcome is really exciting and there's lots of examples there was another one around a a wheelchair athlete the one of the people in the community was a wheelchair basketball player very um very uh successful and was able to get up to great speeds in his wheelchair on the court, but when his arm fell off the wheelchair, he didn't have the muscle strength to put it back. Uh so the students worked with him to to build like a a cuff to keep his arm in place. Oh, and they learned how to play wheelchair basketball as well.
0: Oh, fantastic. And, <laughs> yeah. that, and that and just those couple of examples fit in with well being as well in a way, don't they? Like yeah. Um, yeah, if if those designs are making life's people easier then or better then they're going to be happier so um a two-way thing as well like those students who design that are going to feel good within themselves for making a difference so it provides so many opportunities which is great and i was interested when you just said mandy about um the uh, physician i think you said that was interested in the clips um is there any examples where students designs have actually or been commercialized or been taken on
1: Yes, yes, there are. Let me tell you my, my two favourite stories. The first is William. William, um, he's 13 now, but when he was 10, he won Australia's first, uh, I mean, Australia's Young Innovator of the Year award. Mm. William lives with type 1 diabetes and so he has to test his blood up to 10 times a day and he was getting in trouble because when he, like he'd used these testing strips and he they would have blood on them when he'd finished and he left them all over the house and when he was out, apparently he would shove them in mum's handbag. Nice, so yeah. he kept getting into troubles and he invented a 3D printed product which he calls the world's first diabetic test strip removal device Ah. (laughs) and it's just a very simple product that clips onto his testing meter with a little wheel where he rolls all his used uh, test strips in and empties it at the end of the day so he went he won this competition and went on to um, set up his own business called diabetes domination and last i heard he'd sold over a thousand of those units for ten dollars each well
0: (laughs) yes (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, and
1: the, so that was that's pretty cool. And so for to me, he solved a problem that he had, mm. and his problem was actually I, I don't want to get into trouble anymore. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then he realized that it, it was a problem other people have, which is that first step towards entrepreneurship, mm. right? So that yeah. was exciting. And then the other example that I love to share are two a brother and sister in in an Adelaide school. Um, in primary school, they used Maker's Empire at school. They loved the 3D printing side of it so much that they put their Christmas money together to buy a 3D printer. And then they're both just—they're both in the early years of high school now. But they—they they then set up a business which is called G3D Kids, and they started just making. Um, key rings and things like that to order. But now they've moved on to being a supplier for Australia's biggest cake decorating company. So they make the stencils for cake decorating and um, cake toppers. And their business has gone so well that their mum has left her own part-time job to manage the books and so on for her her young teenage children.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's amazing, (laughs) those stories. And and that's through, and I guess that's through the, that's what... um... The Empire platform can actually allow as well, can't it?
1: Yes, yes, you
0: um, can. Yeah. 3D printing and those, those things are really like I'm um, a bit slow on some technology, but if, <laughs> I've seen um, a few weeks, oh, a couple of months ago when we did our um, teacher training day um, together in the Riverland, um, yes. we had the demonstration of a 3D printer there. It's actually so cool to uh, like see a, a design come to be 3D printed and just watch it happen. Like it's just. It, it really is,
1: and and another aspect of that that I really enjoy hearing about is that a lot of students can be really successful with this way of of showing their learning and manipulating mm. things um, designs in three d. And sometimes <laughs> students that are not necessarily being successful with literacy and other areas of numeracy, and suddenly they find this, and they're the class expert, and they're the one that knows they can teach other kids, often for the first time ever. So I find that, obviously, very strong links to well-being and uh, valuing each other's strengths and, and differences.
0: Mm, yeah, absolutely. Manny, this has um, been a fantastic conversation. There's so much to take away and I've, i mean we've talked a number of times but i've learned just through this conversation for the last half an hour so much and um and, and it's amazing what this platform can do and there's so it's it's really endless the possibilities um with different learning um, opportunities for particularly young people and um i just want to give a bit of a plug to our um, project because next year until um, 2024 in south australia and new south wales we'll be looking to um, recruit schools to be part of the project. It's a fully funded project. Um, it won't cost the school anything to be involved. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye out for the, um, the Naturally Brave project that will be um, running, I guess, the second stage out um, in 24 and beyond. Um, Mandy, where can people find out a bit more about um, you and also Makers Empire platform and how maybe they can be um, part of it?
1: if you go on to makersempire.com, uh, th- there's a website with a wealth of information. And along the top uh, top tabs, uh, if you click on the teacher tab, there's opportunities there to register interest in any upcoming projects that we have, including the Naturally Brave project. So I'd, I'd recommend um, you have a look at those. We have all sorts of opportunities. As Ash said, we partner with the Andrew Thomas Space Foundation and the Space, Australian Space Agency on space-themed design thinking projects. We, we partner with SA Water and um, we've got a road safety co- um, project coming up. So check that out. And there's no obligation. You can put your name down. You'll get the information as it comes up, becomes available. And the other thing that you can do is um, hop onto that same uh, makersempire.com website and start a free trial if you want to check everything out. You'll be able to check out these challenge courses and yeah. have a go yourself. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> <better>. <laughs> no, exactly right. I spent a bit of time on mine. <laughs> um, and, and we'll put those links in the um the show notes as well to for people to click on. So really, really appreciate your time, Andy, and your insights to um STEM and slash 3D technology and wellbeing, because I think there's such value in um combining the both um to teach well, both skills to to young people. So thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Thank you very much for having me. It's great to partner with you in the amazing work you do with Growing With Gratitude.
0: Oh, very kind, Mandy. Appreciate it. Thank you.